Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Lots going on today, certainly at the uh, provincial level, because we're starting to see the direction that the Ford government is moving in, certainly when it comes to um, cuts and finding the efficiencies in the post-secondary education world. And um, yeah, we're finally ridding of what has been wildly spun as free education because, oh yeah, it's not it's not free. <laughs> Taxpayers have been paying billions. And so the Ford government today announced that it is going to cut 10% across the board on all programs at universities and colleges. Tuitions being frozen after costs exploded under the last government because they allowed pretty much everyone to get grants. Under the Liberal government, Ontario's student aid program had ballooned to the point of fiscal unsustainability. That is the University and Colleges uh, Minister, I don't have her name, Marilee Fullerton, uh, there speaking today. Um, so the bottom line is, if you're making six figures, you don't get OSAP, okay? I'm sorry, you don't deserve a grant. That's ridiculous. And so they're changing that for those who make under 50 grand. They can apply for either the grant or loan. That's how it should be. Giving someone OSAP a grant with a household income of 150 grand—that is, that's crazy. It was an ill-thought vote by when knew we could not afford. But critics, you know, they make it sound like you know we're giving away free education. Ah, no, we're not. And this free education that we paid so much money for—it was supposed to improve access to education for low-income families. But you know, enrollment went up one percent. So it didn't even motivate students to enroll. But the opposition is none too happy with the moves because, well, they want education to be bankrolled by the taxpayer. The big concern is, and we saw it today, that they are going to you know, cut the grace period so students will be paying more interest on their loans. They're cutting the grants and loans so students will not be getting the OSAP support that they've had in the past. And, and students are saying they need more grants, not fewer. This is going to hurt students. That is uh, NDP Chris Glover. But sorry, it's, it's, it's not the government's job to bankroll your tuition costs. And frankly, if no one has any issue with the way the federal government runs its loan repayment program of OSAP, then this is not different. It's exactly how the Trudeau government is doing it. So no one's being cut off. You can apply for OSAP like many of us did in the back day. By the way, they didn't have grants in my day. I think I paid off my school loans about six years ago. But Glover's, you know, not apparently too happy with the tuition freeze either. So the NDP's criticizing that, even though they were calling for the very thing last month. But the other area of change, and I think this is interesting, is to student fees. And the Ford, uh, Ford government has created uh, what is called the Students' Choice Initiative, which essentially offers students an opportunity to opt out of some of the very expensive non-tuition fees you know that they have to to pay for it adds up for a, a student to about two grand a year 
And these are programs like the walk um, walking clubs at night, so women don't have to walk it, uh, you know, alone. It, it would be programs like that, or association programs. There would be um, all sorts of different associations that are set up through student union groups. But there's also programs like BDS. And there'd be students that don't want to join these activist groups and pay for them. So this gives them not only transparency of where their money goes for, but they can actually save some. And how did this all happen? Well, let's ask the guy who put it forward to try and make some change. Kieran Maloney is president of Carleton University Campus Conservatives. Hi there, Kieran. Hey, Alex. Thanks for having me. And of course, Kieran uh, was on this show when we were uh, talking to millennials about the provincial vote. So that's how yes. we came to know you, Kieran. So tell me how this came to be, that you uh, felt it was important enough to, to, to put this under uh, the premier's nose. So um, last year at Carleton University, the school I attend, we had uh, we held a referendum on our, our school's membership of the CFS, uh, the Canadian Federation of Students. And, and as you mentioned today, this is one of these um, mandatory funded groups that is, uh, is is actually netting about four million from Canadian students each year, and they're funding um, politically motivated uh, left wing uh, an agenda that is uh, not compatible with the interests of many students. So. Um, I actually put forward uh, a policy very similar to this uh, during the last uh, Ontario Progressive Conservative Policy Convention, um, basically asking that all third-party levies and non-tuition fees would be uh, offered as an opt-out opportunity to students. Uh, and whilst I didn't make it to the to the plenary uh, at convention last year, I was uh, I was really happy to see um, the announcement today as part of the minister's uh, plan for education. Um, I think that ultimately it's going to leave more money in the pockets. Of, of Ontario students, uh, combined with the 10% uh, reduction to tuition fees, this will allow uh, students to choose where their money goes. And quite frankly, I think a lot of students uh, will choose not to send the money to some of these uh, radical left-wing organizations. Now, you're referring to, to things like the BDS movement um, uh, and things that are a little bit more, more radical or white privilege conferences or that kind of stuff that we've seen seep into education. Um, but there are there are programs that, that students will not be able to opt out of, and that would be some of the programs around safety initiatives. Um, uh, but is this something that students generally um, are concerned about, or, or is it just because you're so politically active that you notice these things? No, I think fundamentally students uh, are, are growing concerned uh, with the fact that so much of their tuition fee isn't actually going to pay for their university education. Uh, we've seen numerous referendums across the country uh, to try and leave institutions like the Canadian Federation of Students. Uh, but the reality is, is these uh, institutions and organizations are armed with uh, a wealth of, of resources and, and money that student groups don't have. So at Carleton, for example, the, the vote uh, between whether we should remain with the C CFS or leave was actually quite narrow. It was within a few hundred votes, uh, and they had the benefit of, of hundreds of thousands of dollars on their side. Um, so I think for most students, there is a growing concern about the, this money uh, going to these organizations that are not accountable, that, that don't speak for all students. While they may speak for a, a small um, fragment of the left-wing uh, groups, that they don't speak for, for most students. So I, I do think that, you know, ultimately, if the government's able to leave more money in the pockets of students, that's a positive. And I don't think any students are going to be complaining about that. Okay, so what do you say then to Chris Glover of the NDP, um, you know, when he says, well, this is a slippery slope, getting rid of these uh, things because students will be robbed of, of the experience. You know, they look at this as, as dangerous for students. 
I would say that um, students are ultimately going to choose which organizations and which uh, uh, which clubs are worthy of the money. If there's a demand for, uh, you know, a student newspaper or uh, something along those lines, and students are willing to pay uh, the couple dollars a year that uh, that goes to funding those those sorts of things, then they will continue to thrive. Uh, if, however, organizations like like CFS and OPERGs uh, that are funding, you know, po- politically charged uh, political grandstanding is essentially is what they're doing, and students don't want to be a part of that, then these organizations are going to have to prove uh, themselves to students that they're worthy of the, of the levies they're getting and they're worthy of the money. And that's something that hasn't happened up until now. These, these organizations have been given this money unconditionally, um, regardless of what, uh, what they, they do with it. And in many instances, students don't even know what they're doing with this money. So um, I, I would reject uh, the criticism there by the NDP. I think ultimately what's going to happen is the organizations that students consider important will continue to, uh, will continue to thrive, and the ones that aren't will, will unfortunately uh, need, to, need to change their ways or they will die off. Right, and we saw the the creep of tuition creep uh, under the McGinty um, when you know liberals. I mean, tuition uh, went up thousands of dollars uh, in their time in office, and certainly these fees have gone up. Can you recall what the fees were at and how much they've gone up? And do you know how much you're looking at in savings um, if if kids can pay um, and should be more selective with where their fees go? I mean, in, in, ter- in terms of the cost savings, um, it's depending on the university. It's 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 up to hundreds of dollars, and, and depending on what organizations you're tallying in there, um, I think a lot of it's going to depend on the uh, the forthcoming details and regulations from from the uh, from the government. Um, but you know what what we're hearing from the left is that uh, this is somehow going to uh, devalue the university experience, and it's somehow going to rob students of these opportunities. And that's really that's really not the case. Uh, if you look at if you look at uh, where these student fees are actually going, in most cases, they're going to politically motivated, politically charged advocacy groups. They're not actually enriching the student experience at all. Right. Well, they've certainly um, crept in there and not been uh, certainly not been um, showing much transparency. And, and I do tend to agree with you. If I'm going to pay the money, I want to know exactly where it's going. And if I can get out of it and put that in my pocket or maybe pay for a different program, I think students should be uh, granted that. Kieran, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate the update. Thanks very much, Alex. That is uh, Kieran Maloney, president over at Carleton University Campus Conservatives. But there's someone who, uh, young, politically motivated, put their ideas forward. And lo and behold, in an announcement today, there's that idea. I think it's a terrific idea. I really do. And um, students should know where their money's going. The cost of textbook and all these things that you pay are so expensive. You shouldn't have to pay for political activism on your campus. All right. So, uh, so that's, I think, an interesting part of today's announcement. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.